G'day you mob, Pete here, and this is another episode of Aussie English, the number one place for anyone and everyone wanting to learn Australian English. So, today I have a GOSS episode for you where I sit down with my old man, my father, Ian Smithson, and we talk about the week's news, whether locally down under here in Australia or non-locally <laughs> overseas in other parts of the world, okay? And we sometimes also talk about whatever comes to mind, right? If we can think of something interesting to share with you guys related to us or Australia, we also talk about that in the GOSS. So, these episodes are specifically designed to try and give you content about many different topics where we're obviously speaking in English and there are multiple people having a natural and spontaneous conversation in English. So, it is particularly good to improve your listening skills. In order to complement that though, I really recommend that you join the podcast membership or the academy membership at aussieenglish.com.au where you will get access to the full transcripts of these episodes, the PDFs, the downloads, and you can also use the online PDF reader to read and listen at the same time, okay? So, if you really, really want to improve your listening skills fast, Get the transcript, listen and read at the same time, keep practicing, and that is the quickest way to level up your English. Anyway, I've been rabbiting on a bit, I've been talking a bit. Let's just get into this episode, guys. Smack the bird, and let's get into it. G'day, you mob. Welcome to the Goss. How's it Dad going? Pete. Yeah, it's, it's Dad the Dad and Pete, and Pete show. Yeah, they, they'll meet you in public and they'll be like, "What's up, Dad?" What's up, Dad? Yeah, well, as we said in the previous episode, dads don't have no <laughs> all dads and all mums have the same first name. Well, that's yeah. it. So, yeah. what is the story? What's the goss? Um, every year there's a uh, well, every year for the last sort of fifteen or sixteen years, there has been Australia's favourite bird, and fifty birds get shortlisted by somebody, I don't know who, and mm -hmm. the list goes out and then there's a popular vote for which one is to win. And this year's one came out about a week ago. They go through a certain number of rounds, don't they, where they knock out. Yeah, they, it's the devil take the hindmost thing of you know, they drop the, bus, the bottom 10 and then the voting continues and they drop the next 10 and eventually you get the top 10 and you know, they, that becomes the final list. Mm, so, the superb fairy wren. Superb fairy wren, yes, or the blue wren, as it has often been called. Yeah, so. a lot of my friends were bummed out. They were hoping for either the tawny frogmouth, which I think came second, or, it did. or the pelican, which got um, chucked out a few rounds earlier. Pelican dropped off fairly quickly, yeah. So Yeah, so the superb fairy wren, do you reckon it was a worthy a worthy oh, winner? Does well, he, yeah, they're all, they're all worthy winners because, you know, if you look at the top 10, they all, they all have a reason to exist in the, in the list. Some of them, I don't know whether you want to go through the whole list, um, but, well, certainly the top 10. Uh, but some of them are there because they're either rare or endangered and so on. And so they have some sort of esoteric value. Others are just there because everybody knows them. And certainly in southeastern Australia, everybody knows the superb fairy wren. Mm -hmm. uh, most people call it the blue wren. Do you want to describe uh, because it the for male the have a dark blue and light blue head on it. You know? mm -hmm. Fairy wrens, little they're fairy wrens, they're about you know, this sort of size, you know, eight to ten centimetres tall. You can be pretty um, certain any animal that has the, the description the fairy. The word fairy is it. small. Yes, <laughs> it's exactly. Small. The fairy elephant. <laughs> That's it, exactly. They weren't big fairy. Fairies tended to be little small mythical creatures. But um yeah, so the fairy ran one with thirteen, almost fourteen thousand votes. Almost fourteen thousand votes. Yeah. Then we had the tawny frogmouth. Tawny frogmouth. 
Yes. The Gang Gang um, Cockatoo. I could read out a few of these and maybe we talk about favourite ones out of these. Mm-hmm. So, what have we got? The Gang Gang I cockatoo. voted for the Gang Gang Cockatoo. These are these cockatoos with red so, heads. Well, there's their, their the males have red heads. Right? Yeah. Adult males have red heads, yeah. Uh, the Galah was fourth. Yeah. Australian brush turkey. I always thought yeah. they were bush turkey. Yeah. They're a pain in the ass. Yeah, yeah from <laughs> Queensland. They're, yeah. Well, just they're, raiding they're just, campgrounds. They're just giant <laughs> chooks, basically, <laughs> raiding campgrounds and backyards. And You know they, that um, they taste horrible, right? Because they're clearly not- Because they're, they're still around. Yeah, exactly. exactly. No one's chucking them on the menu. Yeah. Sorry um, for looking away. I'm, I'm reading off another screen. Yeah, mm. there were a few good ones. So, Region Honey Eater, the Gould. That's an extremely endangered. They look like there's only um, you know 200 and something birds left in the wild. Mm-hmm. The Gouldian Finch is beautiful. You can own these. Gouldian yeah, finches. funnily enough, I was looking through these and I was thinking the only one of these birds that I have not photographed is the Gouldian Finch. They live in um, arid um, environments, don't they, in the north? Uh, they live in um, right there, the top end. They're in uh, the top of the Northern Territory. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't even, I've never even seen one in the wild. Yeah, well, you um, don't have to see one in the wild. Just the get the your wall. camera. We can go to the pet store in Geelong and they got them there and take a photo yeah, of them. Yeah, I know. It's, it's not done. quite the same. Knock it off the but, list. Um, not quite the same. <laughs> and we got the, laughing- the bars on the picture. Might <laughs> the Gullian Finch in jail. Yeah. You'll have to just take like a little. Um, you get a computer, put a different screen on it, hold it behind it, and then just be yeah. like, boom, knock him off the the list. Knock out. it off the list. Yeah. And what have we got? Laughing Kookaburra, the Magpie, and the Peregrine Falcon. Yes. So, out of all these, which which do you think should have been the winner? Well, I voted for, so that probably um, gives me an inherent bias. Um, I voted for the Gang Gang Cockatoo just because they're one of my favourite birds there. And I've got a, um, for anybody who's interested, um, self-promotion, I've got a YouTube video on um, photographing Gang Gang Cockatoos because um, they're, they're just cute birds. They, they have this really cool, all cockatoos have a really cool call. Some go from the completely raucous mm-hmm. to others that are a little more chatty, but the... Um, the gang gang cockatoo's sort of nickname is the squeaky door bird because they <laughs> uh, they have this sort of call that goes. I'll see if I can find it whilst you're talking about it. I'll see if I can get um, it up on YouTube and um. And because they're sexually dimorphic, which a lot of birds are not. Do you want to explain um, or, what that means? Yeah, it means that males and females, adult males and females, look different. Um, a lot of birds sort of are, but they're minuscule. Like galahs, there's a you know, change in eye colour um, between them. So from a distance of more than about 10 metres, you couldn't tell a male from a female. But gang-gang cockatoos, the males have this really bright red head and the females don't have the bright red head, but they have a, a breast and chest of sort of yellow and orange stripes. Um, so they're really cool-looking birds. Uh, and all parrots works. are cool, and cockatoos are great anyway, so uh, they're one of my favourites. So. See if we can play this from Tim Sig's YouTube channel. I don't know if it'll... Is that playing? Can you hear that? I can't, no. Ah, lame. It'll be playing through um, my speakers. It'll be playing yeah, in the background. It's yeah. going to be playing to you. What I can probably no. do, cheekily... Hey, I might be able to find one. Hold so on, hold on, hold on. I can cheat. I can find it on my phone. I That's can... probably copyright. Hold on. Wait, I've taken it off. Put it on display audio. Yeah, they do sound like a squeaky door. Yeah. They're really cool. Um, and they don't tend to hang around in um, in big flocks, 
but you often get a sort of a pair, male and a female, or a family grouping um, if it's post breeding, because uh, mm. the young youngsters hang around for a while with them, um, and so you'll you know you'll find them just chatting to each other up in the tops of trees. So the view you typically get of a gang gang cockatoo is looking straight up its backside, which is not <laughs> the most attractive view. But if you get them in low you know branches and things, they're uh, they're really cute. Yeah, they're pretty cool. And they're our smallest cockatoo, or smallest black cockatoo. The galah's a bit smaller. It's another cockatoo, but... Um, What's So, they're interesting. So, the males are the colourful ones here. They're the redheads, and the yes. females are sort of just drab black. Yeah, the, except they've got the orange and yellow stripes on their chest. So. Uh, okay. But it's the eclectus parrot, right, from northeastern Australia that's the inverted. So, this is That's this, the inverted one. Yeah, the male parrot. is the green and the female is bright red and blue. Yeah. I, I need to know more about- I need to look into the um, the biology of these guys, but I do remember that being one of these examples where generally the males are in, in animal species tend to be more colourful or exuberant, you know, like the peacock is the classic example, yeah. right? So, that it shows off all of its colours colors to the, mm-hmm. the females and it tends to be that quite often in the case of the peacock, having all these beautiful feathers is a massive um, burden to the animal. So, you know that any animal that has really good colours and really nice feathers has obviously done well at surviving and getting enough exactly. resources that it's going to be a good father. Mm. I think there's a. What's the other example? There's a American bird um, with a massive tail, right? That that has like this meter long tail that it has to fly with through through the air, and it's just a massive hindrance. Yeah, for yeah. the bird. But the <laughs> fact that it's a hindrance shows to other females yep. that that bird, whichever bird has the longest tail, is obviously the mm-hmm. fittest. It's so funny because these things are kind of redundant. You're kind of like, well, if it didn't have to have the tail, it'd yeah, be it would even actually do fitter. better. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. but the females but wouldn't know which one to it's choose. It's about sexual selection. Yeah. Is that in the case in these cases where it's the females who are choosing males um, in order to reproduce? Um, then the male has to be able to demonstrate their fitness. And yeah. Fitness in the biological sense of you know able to you know produce more offspring, um, more successful offspring. Um, means that they have to have that way of showing off. So, the peacock's tail, as you said, is a classic example of something that um, it's it's the biggest show-off you can imagine. Uh, yeah, it's basically saying, choose me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See me, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, for me, I don't know. I, I, I'd probably pick the magpie, man. I, I It's funny. Kel and I have a love-hate relationship <laughs> with the magpie. Well, in general, but with the magpie, she hates them. And yeah. I see them as just phenomenal parents. It's <laughs> mm. being very protective. Well, they're swooping birds. They yeah. they'll actually swoop and att- they literally attack people. Oh, there was a photo going um, around the other day. I'll have to try and send it to friends oh, to show you guys yeah. where a guy was on his bike and his cheek was being pinched. He's one of my um, <laughs> Facebook friends. He's a local oh, really? down here. Yeah, Pete Marinator. Oh, too yeah. funny. So yeah, he was. Yeah. Now whether it was him, around. I can't remember whether it was him because I just looked very quickly. Whether it was actually him or whether it was uh, a photo that you know he found, but I think it was him. So yeah, yeah. This birds. So that they are brutal. I want to know how he got the shot. <laughs> Riding a bike with your phone well, in front of you, waiting. I have, a, I have a feeling that he knew that the bird was there, and he was like, "I'm yes. going to try and get a good shot of me going past it." But it, it is funny, and it's. I wonder, I'll have to look into the stats, but last year there were probably more people or more more humans died as a result of magpies than they did from crocodiles because we had at least an old gentleman who fell off his bike after being swooped and died. 
And it was a baby that died and after the baby its that mother its dropped fell it. on it. Yeah, because the magpie attacked it. And yeah. so I kept saying to Kel, like, if you go out and about, just put something over the the um over the pram. Yeah, over yes. the pram, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Don't carry yeah. the baby in your arms in swooping country. Yes. But it was And the, it's a big thing in um in southeastern Australia and southwestern Australia where the birds are, is you see uh, particularly people riding bikes yeah. where they all have uh, little plastic spikes sticking out of their helmet. Ziplock. Um, um, yeah, what are they called? Yeah, again? the zip yeah, yeah, zip ties. Yeah. Um, sticking out of the top of their helmet to um, you know prevent the birds from attacking the helmet, which I would have thought that was the purpose of the helmet. But uh, <laughs> I, I want zip ties around my face and my neck, thanks. But, yeah, I don't know. I, I like magpies. I think they're great. So I. I. They're cool birds and they're great fun. They've got one of the most beautiful calls, mm-hmm. uh, particularly when they go in a chorus where you get a family of them mm-hmm. all singing to each other. Uh, it's a classically Australian sound, um, like the laughing kookaburra, which is that classically Australian sound that you cannot get in. You know, no other bird sounds anything like it. It's a weird one because I always see it in films that are filmed in jungles, right? And so, yeah, yeah, finally- yeah the old Tarzan movie, supposedly in Africa, and yeah. they've got peacocks, which are Indian, yeah. and kookaburras, which are Australian. And yeah. you're just like, what the hell did you just like? Hey, they're exotic noises. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but today it's one of those things you can't get away with today because too many people are exposed to these sorts of yeah. animals and know. But even exactly. now, sometimes you hear the kookaburra in the background, and you're just like, mate, we're. Watching a movie about the Amazon, like what are you doing? Yeah. And there's the other one is there's a frog call that's um, <laughs> the the nickname for this species of frog is the Hollywood frog because it only uh, occurs around Los Angeles, uh, but it's the classic frog call that you get in all of these movies because uh, it's exotic and it's easy and, to get. Yeah, you know, it, and it lives in this really small area around the city <laughs> of Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is funny when you, as a biologist, start to pay attention to. Those sorts of things, animals and stuff used in films. I was watching uh, Wolf Creek the other day, which is a sort of horror thriller series yeah. and f- set of films in Australia about effectively based on Ivan Malat, who was the backpack serial killer that was in yeah. New South Wales. I think that was that the 90s. So, he would effectively abduct um, backpackers. Hitchhikers, give backpackers. Them a, give, them, give them a lift somewhere. Yeah. Generally, I think quite a few were couples and he would just kill the guy and, you know, do whatever yeah. with the woman and then kill her. And eventually he got caught and sent to jail. But they based this Wolf Creek on that. So, if you guys mm. like horror films and sort of these sort of slasher um, thriller <laughs> movies, check it out because it's definitely full of- um, Good Australian slang. They've really pumped that into They it. really Australianized it. Yeah. And, and it's hilarious because the actor is the main guy who is um I've forgotten his name. The 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 guy that's, you know, murdering everyone. He was on <laughs> Better Homes and Gardens back in the day, which was this sort of like you your back garden kind of TV show, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, I should do him a favour and look at John up. Jarrett. John Jarrett, yeah. So, he's a great Australian actor. I really like him. And yeah. it's funny because you hear him talk normally and he just sounds like a general Aussie accent. But then when he's in Wolf Creek, it's much he's more- He's really ossified. Yeah, and doing all of the like, oh, just a few shielders, she'll be right, mate. You know, really <laughs> turning it up because it's probably an American audience that loves it. Anyway, I was watching this film and they were in um, they were in Central Australia and I saw my master's species, master's degree species that I was studying there. And I'm like, it's not found in that area. They're coastal. Yeah. yeah, they're not found in that area. And I was just thinking- no. They've dragged but hey, some they were poor filming. Goanna. They're actually filming it in Sydney. <laughs> yeah, well, they dragged some poor goanna out, someone's pet, put it in the desert, and then we're like, "Yeah, this looks right." And yes. It was just funny because you're like, "Ah, oh, damn it!" You know, biology's ruined my um 
film watching experience. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, what can you do? Yeah. Anyway, um, anything else to add for this episode? Yeah. Though? So the, uh, the the sort of silly follow up story to this was that in New Zealand they have a similar <laughs> one, and there was this sort of uh, controversial story that came out this year about the New Zealand you know favourite bird. In the fi- list of finalists, they included a bat. And there's Why two not? sides to this argument. Why not? It's, it's not a bird. Yeah. <laughs> if they called it the you know, the most popular flying thing, that's mm-hmm. fine. But and that I sit very clearly on the grumpy old fart scientist side of this <laughs> that says we have enough problems in our society with people misunderstanding science. <laughs> But when we deliberately provoke the problem by putting this in, you know, well, yeah, sure, change the competition. Don't call mm-hmm. it bird, a bird, favourite bird. And this uh, is one of those broader things. I'm sort of on that too. But this is like um, the whole trans issue, right? I mean, and, you know, this is sort of murky water to get into, but the the politically correct culture today is just, just really requiring society to consider... Um, trans women, so people who were born male that became women, um, they need to be considered exactly the same as biological women. And it's yeah. that same sort of argument for me, at least, where I'm like, look, I have no problem with them doing or being whoever they are, but don't get me to put them into a category where it's like these two things are not the same. They're, they're yeah, different. exactly. So, it's the same thing here. I'm, I'm sort of the same where it's like, if it's a bird competition and you put a, a lizard in there, it's like it's no longer a bird competition. It's, exactly. You need to you either change the name and the rules or you yep. do not have the lizard in that competition. So. I know. Yeah, it's the same thing. You sit there and go, yeah, which idiot decided this was a good thing to do? And interestingly, the ad, the, um, ad, the story that I read about it um, didn't actually say who decided that they were going to put it in there, but uh, I suspect that person has ducked, ducked for cover. And <laughs> went, yeah, if you'll excuse the bird pun there, but uh, well, and it's one of those things where you kind of like we got bigger problems surely than to be arguing over whether or not a, a bat is in the bird competition. We do, like- so don't create the problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> ah, man. And so anyway, it turned out that the this uh, bat was it the long-eared bat. Long-tailed bat. Long-tailed bat. Sorry. Yeah. Pekka Toa Roa. Yeah. The, <laughs> the you, Maori name for the it. Maori name. So, this is the only native mammal to New Zealand, right? Uh, it's not the only one. Bats are the only bats native Bats are the only mammal. native mammals. Uh, no, ironically, in the, again, in the story, they said the only native land mammals because they have seal, seals mm-hmm. um, and or sea lions. Uh, they don't have seals in New Zealand. Neither do we in Australia, but we have sea lions um, or eared seals. Uh, and you look at it and go, this isn't a land animal. It hangs around in trees and it flies. It never wow. actually, if it hits the ground, it's dead. Yeah. <laughs> like, I guess it depends. So. It depends on how, yeah, terrestrial. But it is weird that if you say yeah. it's a terrestrial animal, a bat's a terrestrial animal or a bird is, but a seal that but comes up. But a seal up isn't. Right. A seal isn't. spends 99% of its life <laughs> lying on the beach. On land. Uh, <laughs> exactly. But a penguin would be, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't realize, are they Delhi penguins that were in the photo there? Um, hang on. Which... What New Zealand looks like they've got a few different species of penguin. I think Australia's, they have Australia's only got two the little three. penguin, right? Yeah. Well, it depends. Yeah. New Zealand has lots of little offshore islands and things as well. But uh, yeah, they, their main ones are the little penguin, the same as uh, Australia. Okay. So, it's, it's uh, yellow-eyed They call it the blue penguin, penguin the and the yellow-eyed penguin, which is yeah. from the deep south of New Zealand. I've seen them in the wild. They're really cute. Yeah. yeah. 
In fact, I was on a beach in right on the south of the South Island, as far south as you can go in New Zealand without being on Stewart Island, which is the forgotten third island at the mm. bottom. Um, and um, your mum and I were just down there, you know, visiting this beach, and I was photographing some oyster catches. And uh, this yellow-eyed penguin just sort of leapt out of the water and walked about 10, you know, 10 metres away from me, walked straight past me up the beach. Just went, what the? <laughs> and these are big. Yeah, they're not emperor penguins, but they're much bigger than the, what we call little penguins. So You've just blown my mind. I'm looking at a map here and I'm like, holy crap, New Zealand is three islands. Yeah. <laughs> I thought well, it was three two. major islands. Obviously, it's got lots of little uh, ones. But- mind blown. There yes. you go. Stewart Island down the bottom is like exactly. this tiny. It's like so the we have the North Island, the South Island, and the Far South Island. Yeah, far out. So yeah, New Zealand was this really interesting. Was this really interesting <laughs> um, country, or, or I guess yeah, series of islands because it had no land mammals besides flying bats. Right. So when before yeah. European colonization, although I don't know if the Maoris or the, the Polynesians brought pigs or anything like that with them when they came over, but prior to human um, settlement of the island, and the Maoris only arrived about a thousand years ago, right? Less than that. Yeah. Less than that. Um, there were no mammals there. So it is a really interesting sort of place in terms of wildlife. And I think they have a lot of issues biologically or ecologically with um Invasive species like the brush-tailed possum is a big problem there. And I think they also have not ferrets. What are the smaller ones than ferrets? Uh, minks? No, no. Even smaller stoats. minks. Stoats. Yeah. Stoats are a big problem there too because the yep. native wildlife that lives there is very naive to predators having not mm-hmm. evolved in the presence of all these other species. And so, these beautiful species like the kiwi and the kakapo, this huge parrot, right, which lives on the ground, I think, the, the kakapo. Yes, yeah. They and the Kia as well yeah. have no real defense against rats and um, these other species. And I think that was a big problem with the, I don't know if it was the Kia or the Kakapo, but the rats were eating the eggs mm. in their net, which tends to be a big issue on a lot of these islands. Lord Howe Island had the yeah. same problem with their birds being Kiwis as well, which are, you know, obviously um, yeah, non flying birds. Um, it is one, yeah, I need to look more into that. It's like, how the hell did that thing end up there? Yeah. Because <laughs> is, is it um, a ratite? Um, which is I the family it, that Austria Well, d- yeah, again, in. depends on you know, which classification you read. I think some people say it is. Some people say it's different enough that it should be classified by itself. But yeah. they also had mowers, which are like giant emus, yeah. you know, these you know, monster birds that were three metres tall, three and a half metres well, tall. Well, they should still be there, but for the fact that they were hunted to extinction by the Maori, yes. I think, right? Yeah, exactly. The- well, you know, you get these giant yeah. Yeah, walking burgers. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Hey, food source. <laughs> they don't fly. And they're not aggressive. Well, and if you want to see something really cool, look up mummified um, moa, M-O-A, claw. And they found the claw of one of these giant moas with skin and everything on it. And it's just, it looks like, um, you know, a velociraptor foot. Yeah. With these yeah. huge well, claws. Just, well, they are. Birds are living dinosaurs. So. Yeah. And they had an eagle there, right, too. The world's largest eagle, I yes. think, prior yeah. to. And they would have been predating upon, I think, the moa. They yeah. were killing the mower, and that was <laughs> why much. they went extinct after yeah. the mower went. If you eat baby mowers and there are no mowers, then you're in trouble. Yeah. So, it is It is nuts. I, I would love to go there just to see some uh, of the wildlife. New Zealand's wild a places. spectacular place. So I love it. Um, you know, I think I've used this story before that, you know, I've got so many uh, American friends and relatives and <laughs> you know, with all due respect to all my friends and you know, American friends and relatives, um, Americans have this sort of, you know, 
in some cases, admirable um, parochialism um, that I joke about with them and say, look, yeah, you, you guys were all born with a tattoo on your head that said I was born in the greatest country in the world. <laughs> and trust me, you weren't. Go to New Zealand. Yeah. Um, and I'm allowed to say that because I'm not a New Zealander, so I'm not being parochial about it. Is the it is the most amazing place. Uh, yeah, well, I'll have to do it. I've only been to the. So um, after you come to Australia, have a little holiday in New Zealand. Yeah, I've, I've only <laughs> been to the airport. I think it was Auckland, right, on the way to yeah. France or something. Uh, no, it was on the way to the US. Yeah, um, we yeah, went. In- yeah, right. Anyway, that's probably enough for yeah. this episode. No, even I'm not boring you, am I? No, 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 no. <laughs> Just um, yeah, long nights with my daughter at the moment. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, not as long as my wife's nights. Anyway. Yes. Thanks for joining us, guys, and we'll All see right. you in the next one. See you, guys. All righty, you mob. Thank you so much for listening to or watching this episode of The Goss. If you would like to watch the video, if you're currently listening to it and not watching it, you can do so on the Aussie English channel on YouTube. You'll be able to subscribe to that. Just search Aussie English on YouTube. And if you're watching this and not listening to it, you can check this episode out also on the Aussie English podcast, which you can find via my free Aussie English podcast application on both Android and iPhone. You can download that for free or you can find it via any other good podcast uh, app that you've got on your phone, Spotify, podcast from iTunes, Stitcher, whatever it is. I'm your host, Pete. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope you have a ripper of a day and I will see you next time. Peace.